Welcome back everyone to Tangi for your success and wealth. Many times it's only when we get out of our comfort zone that we're able to see all that really surrounds us. I've expressed my love and passion for the city I live in, Los Angeles, and its surrounding areas, better known as the Southern California area. It's certainly not perfect, but it offers a myriad of opportunities for those that can navigate it and make it work for them. On occasion, I have to traverse through some of the most forgotten and dangerous parts of LA, and it never fails to disappoint me and allow me to peek into a dark underworld that exists within. Yesterday, I came upon what was for me one of the most shocking scenes I'd ever seen. Let me tell you what that was, where it was, and why it's important to know about it. California has just officially been designated as the fourth largest economy in the world. The U.S. in its entirety, China, and Japan are one, two, and three in that order, respectively, with California coming in fourth. So you would think that all the neighborhoods in California were benefiting from that designation? Wrong. As I was driving through the destitution that encompasses the area just southwest of downtown L.A., I was thinking there has to be people there that are intelligent and focused. That's two of the master keys for obtaining success and wealth that I've talked about since the very first episode. But what they're clearly lacking is the third one, which is the connected key. This key, more than the intelligent and focused keys, nothing opens up opportunities like the connected key. This is why it's the hardest to master because it's dependent on your ability to make friends and contacts. And nothing made this more clear than the distressing scene that I came upon early yesterday morning. As I was driving down one of the most infamous streets of LA, I saw the brunette girl in a G-string bikini selling herself, a provider, and standing next to a guy that I initially thought was shot dead. He was lying on his back, eyes rolled back, and his hands hung out and over past the curb. The back of his head was right on the edge of the curb. The hooker was totally unfazed and was more interested in trying to get her next client that was verified by the look of desperation on her face. There were also three young kids at the same corner waiting for the light to turn green so they could continue their walk to the nearby school. As I glanced again at the body on the floor, I noticed that the hooker had a baby bump. She was pregnant and was just starting to show it. A woman's pregnant belly has a clear and distinct look, so there was no mistaking it, even as small as the bump was. And because she was wearing a very see-through fishnet bikini cover-up, it was very clear that I wasn't mistaken. The three kids were clearly well-trained to just look forward, hold hands, and not glance around as they navigated the dangerous walk to their school. The other thing that caught my eye was, the sign that was just above everyone at the corner that said, Have a date with Jesus! As an encouragement to everyone around to attend the church where that sign was. You heard me right. 
the dead body, the pregnant prostitute, the three kids trying to get to school, and that church were all on the same corner yesterday morning. Man, what exactly happened to this neighborhood? Did the people living there not care? Had they just simply given up? Or were they just too afraid to speak up about the drug dealing, gangs, prostitution, trash, debris, and apparently dead bodies just lying there on their streets? Now, I've been fortunate enough to travel to many cities throughout the world and seen a lot of crazy shit. And it took me about a second to realize that I wasn't in a third world country. I was in Los Angeles, in the state of California, in the country of the United States. It's not until you see something this dramatic that we realize how fortunate we may be. I am grateful that I live in one of the nicest parts of Los Angeles, in the suburbs. But it wasn't given to me. I had to work my ass off to get to where I am and to be able to live where I live and to not have to see that kind of disaster every day. So I asked myself a very profound question. If I had grown up in that, or if I was currently living in that type of neighborhood and environment, would I have been able to pull myself out of that? Now, I don't know the exact statistic, but I would venture to say, or more likely guess, that the percentage is very small of the people that are able to move out of that type of neighborhood. And it's probably because they're so preoccupied and so focused on their day-to-day survival that they're not able to see past the reality that they're living. So let's get back to what chances that baby that's soon to be born by that street provider, hooker, prostitute, or let's call her what she really is, a woman. And what chances is that baby going to have to grow up, be productive, have an opportunity to be something in life? Honestly, I would say that it's probably 1% of 1% that this baby has based on the environment that this baby is being born into, not by its own choice but by being a victim of fate. So who exactly do we blame for that chaos that I saw? Well, I'll tell you what. If I was one of the council members for the district in which this neighborhood sits, I would be embarrassed. No, I'd be ashamed to admit it, that I was responsible for not caring or not doing anything for the people that have to endure that everyday life there. The LA Police Division that patrols that area clearly doesn't care either, because in the few minutes it took me to drive through that neighborhood, I counted at least five patrol cars with two officers in each car. That is truly a forgotten land. Police officers everywhere, but yet, all that I described is going on, as the police patrols up and down that main avenue, that in the vernacular is known as the Blade And if you know what the blade is, then you know what street I'm talking about, which I don't want to mention its name because I just simply don't want to glorify it. So if that wasn't enough, I'll tell you what really blew me away. I just happened to glance up on that street and I noticed as I was driving down that there were cameras on every corner of that street. Amazing. I know there were men somewhere, somebody somewhere was watching them live, but yet all the aforementioned people that I talked about drug dealers, prostitutes, bad guys in general, could care less that there were cameras there. They continued on with what they were doing during the morning. A friend of mine once asked me, 
what my opinion was on why some kids grow up the right way and some kids grow up the wrong way. And I have three kids of my own. So my answer to him was, very simply, the role models that they have to look up to in their home environment. And I don't believe it's the neighborhood you grew up in, but it has to come down to the home that they grow up in and how their parents or parent raises them and teaches them to do the right things. In the end, that parenting, that role model, that mentorship, that coaching, whatever you want to call it, that is done the right way and to the benefit of whoever is growing up in that household, regardless of what neighborhood they grow up in, will supersede everything and anything they may encounter in the streets and will guide them to make the right decisions to not get caught up in an environment where it is dangerous. Role models, mentors, coaches have always been an important part of our lives and will always be an important part of our lives in the future. There's no escaping it. If you look back on your life and you look at the moments where you needed help the most, there was always a role model, a parent, a coach, a mentor there to help guide you through the most difficult of times. If you are serious about starting your journey to making success and wealth an everyday part of your life and getting you to that ultimate objective of making over half a million dollars per year and are serious about getting these results for yourself, then I invite you to look into the episode description for all the links to begin your new life with the 10G weekly money mindset coaching that I offer. And I invite you to work with me as your coach and as your mentor. I'll give you the strategies. I'll take you by the hand and I'll show you how you can improve exponentially. So if you're serious about getting that coaching and that mentorship, then I invite you to click the links in the episode descriptions. And that will be your opportunity to apply to see if you qualify working with me as your coach. As I've stated before, I am selective on who I work with so as not to waste time. That's your time and my time. You do have to be coachable. And that comes from becoming a great listener. And if you are a great listener, well, then that's the first step to begin. With that said, please be very careful and only use the links that are provided in the episode descriptions. Do not respond to anyone that reaches out to you, either through WhatsApp or any other method. It's not me. If you found this content to be helpful, please like, follow, and share the channel. And if you would like to support the channel, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter at patreon.com 10G. 10G exactly as it's on the logo. You can also support by visiting the merch website at 10gclothing.com. You can email me at rick at 10gweekly.com or you can send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash 10g to start up the process for your 10g weekly money mindset coaching sessions. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, and just look for the original, official, trademark, and registered 10g logo on all the social media to confirm. All links are in the episode descriptions. Thank you for listening with an open mind and thank you for listening till the end. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.